tinfoil hat. Oh, what the fuck are you guys even talking about? Global controls will have to be imposed. And a world governing body will be created to enforce them. Welcome to tinfoil hat. We, we, we go deep, homeboy. Eric, open your mind. Drink from the fountain of knowledge. There's lizard people everywhere. That's some interdimensional shit. Wake up, Aaron. This is only the beginning. Dude, you just blew my mind. Good morning, Swarm, and welcome to Tim Fall Hat. You know I am. You know I'm here to do. I'm here to rock. Join me as always, Xavier Guerrero, and my good friend, Johnny Wooder. Jay Nice. Hey, hey, How hey, are hey, you guys? Hey, no. Hey, How no. are you? It's dealing with the rain of LA. Ooh. Dealing with the rain. It's crazy. Guys, we got a great show for you guys. We got a great show for you, man. We go hard in the paint with our good friend, Chris Graves, uh, we do all the psyops. You'll love this one. It's nothing but bangers, okay? Again, uh, please come see me live. I just want to say something real quick. Oh, yeah, I got a couple things to talk about. First of all, I want to get into it. You're going to see me in Phoenix, Arizona. Uh, I was just in Batavia. Couldn't be a better club. Comedy Vault crushes it. The staff is great. Liz, the owner, is great. And just the crowds. Usually you get one bad crowdy uh, uh, a weekend. No bad crowds. No nice. bad crowds. There we go. Tons of swarm. I love you all very much. A lot of you guys gave me some gifts. Dave was supposed to give me the names. I appreciate the gifts you gave me. Thank you so much. And I look forward to coming to Batavia again. Thank you for my gifts. I love it. If you want to see me crush, I'm about to shoot a new special. So Ooh. I'm, I'm going to be going through this stuff. Phoenix, Arizona, this weekend, January 19th through the 20th. Johnny Mitchell and my friend Jake Gallo. Tickets are moving quick. Then the following weekend, next weekend, Long Beach. will be at Harvell's again. XG, Eddie Bravo. I'm just, Let's I don't make know. make it happen. I'm you okay? A, no, I'm not. Just weirdness <laughs> is coming through. And that's on a Thursday. And then on, on Saturday, we have uh, um, Bakersfield Dwell. Uh, grab your tickets now. I'm going to be doing a lot of running and gunning. So grab that. Go to samtribly.com for all of your ticket needs. Hey, real quick, I want to talk about there was a controversy over the weekend. <laughs> I'm going to go into more depth on Broken Sim uh, about a picture I posted with Machine Gun Kelly. Uh, people, you lost it. Sure was, yeah. Okay. That was meant to be a big fuck you to him. I was told not to post by a couple friends who you all love. Told me not to post the videos of him and I almost swinging at each other. Uh, you guys really have no clue about where I am in my life and everything I have going on in my life. If you think I want anything that Machine Gun Kelly has. Okay. That was a big fuck you. I said I topped him, okay? Do you guys understand what was going on there? That was a big fuck you to him. Now, I will say I love you all very much. I understand your reaction because I didn't give any context. Now, was he mad at you because of all the shit we talked about him on Broken Simulation? Was no. He, did, was he watch, is he a watcher of Broken Did I Simulation? talk shit about him? Remember, we played, it, remember we played his music and we were like, oh my God. Okay, so, so maybe that uh, word was he went there to go watch a certain comic and probably didn't like my wigger joke, okay? And, <laughs> <laughs> as some people said, oh, you did a joke about him. I can't wait to get All right? this. So I understand it. You guys, 
You really have to understand what's happening in this world, bro. I, I like if you saw how I really live my life, you would really understand. I'm not selling out to anything. I live in a studio apartment right now. I'm moving out. I had to move out for certain reasons. Okay, I drive a Mitsubishi. All right, it's a nice car, but I, I like I. I'm telling you, man. I make my money off of. I eat what I kill. I, I, nobody's handing me dollars, and you gotta understand. Like I post that picture because I was trying to say a big f you to him, and the comedy store asked me to take that picture at the time because it was getting. It was we were gonna fight. I was there. Into- I, I kind of yeah. It was. It got. It got. Everyone was talking about it. It was yeah. Were we gonna fight? Yeah, you get a little exactly. altercation. Sam was like, Sam was ready to go. I, I like, dude. Trust me. Touches me. I'm swinging. I'm a legend. You guys gotta understand. It's his do- show. Like, don't come to his show and talk shit. Yeah. It was that thing we'll where, like, yeah, that. I'm I'm broke. So I don't want to get here, but I understand why you're angry. And I would just hope, because I do love you very much, Swarm, and I'm very appreciative of you. And every show, I want to make sure it's the best, because I had life without you, and I don't want to lose you. And I'm very authentic to who I am. I, I'm, I'm not going to lie to you. Okay? And I don't, Machine Gun Kelly, I don't want anything he has at all. There's nothing he has that I want, including Megan Fox. Okay? I don't want her. I was looking for her. Yeah, I know you were. So <laughs> I, there's nothing I want at all. So trust me, I, I walk the walk. Everyone's like, oh, Grifton and all that stuff. I literally just gave away a show that I made money off of because I feel people needed it. I'm giving away for free. It's for free. I need that money. I'm giving away for free because I think the show is bigger than me paying my bills. It's called Zero. You can now watch it for free. You can listen to it for free, and you can watch it for free. I'm not grifting on anybody, Doc. I'm <laughs> just not. Like These guys hang out with me. They know who I am. I'm very, you, I take you guys listening to my show very seriously and I only make money off of what I produce. That's it. That's it. That's it. So I just wanted you to get into that. Again, anything else, guys? Uh, that's pretty much it. It's a great episode. I hope you really love it. This is uh, Enjoy It. Uh, it's with Chris Graves and it, we go nice deep down into basically all the psyops and how it's the same people running the same games on us. And I hope you enjoy it because it's nothing but bangers. Enjoy. We go deep, homeboy. Eric, open your mind. Drink. All right, guys, let's get into it. Very excited to have our next guest on. Uh, he's a researcher for, researcher for Donald Jeffries. Uh, he has a podcast called Getting Mad with Chris Graves. Please welcome Chris Graves. How are you, brother? Hey, Mr. Tripoli. It's, uh, it's an honor, and I really appreciate the opportunity. Respect <laughs> on the Mr. Tripoli. Thank you, buddy. I love it. Thank you so much. I love that. I love that. Uh, you know, I, I, it's always weird when, when someone's introducing someone in comedy I always hate when they say my name super early before they bring me up because it's supposed to be, ha, and that's kind yeah. of the big cheer right there. So I feel like <laughs> I gave it away who you were when I introduced your uh, podcast. It would be very funny if it was like getting mad with Chris Graves, but your name was like <laughs> yeah. Scott yeah. Thomas. Yeah, that's a good idea. <laughs> you know? um, so I'm Chris, about changing it. So no, Chris, don't know. ever change. Don't ever change. I like where you are. I have no clue where you are, but I'm digging the background very much. <laughs> 
I love yeah, it. Yeah, I'm holed up in uh, New England here. Uh, nice. Under the snow. Yeah. Have you ever met Rom from New England? Have you ever met him? He's a really great I, researcher too. I have not. No. We guys, we gotta get you guys together. So, Chris, uh, thank you for doing the show. Very honored that you join us. For our listeners who may not be familiar with you, can you tell us a little bit about yourself and where our listeners can find you? Yeah, I'm uh, Chris Graves, and uh, like I said before, a couple of years ago, I came across uh, Donald Jeffries, author of uh, Hidden History, uh, Crimes and Cover-Ups, Bullyocracy, Survival of the Richest. And I started, uh, I reached out and I started doing research for uh, his, you know, a bunch of his books that are coming up. Um, Hidden History 3 is a big one uh, where he kind of goes back into a, a lot of the topics from Hidden History, uh, like 9-11, JFK Jr. Uh, he's actually going to do a Hidden History 4, I believe, too, which is going to have a lot of the research about things like Columbine, which I really went down. And that's a rabbit hole, too, that not a lot of people, I feel, really know too much about that because 9-11 happened about two years after that it kind of uh we've we've been bombarded with all these spree shootings ever since and then the war on terror and everything like that so i started doing research uh sending him articles and contact info you know for his his uh show i protest and from there i got connected to people like chuck ocelli from the uh, ocelli.com network and that's where my show get mad with chris graves is right now and uh, yeah, he's a great producer. And I also came across uh, Mr. Tony Arterburn of Wise Wolf, Gold, and Silver. And we started doing a show called Paratruther uh, for a while there. And hopefully we could pick that back up, too. Uh, yeah, so I've been looking into conspiracies pretty much since the 90s, uh, starting with Old I, I school. Probably, yeah, like UFOs and uh, Bill Cooper. And Kurt Cobain is a big one that uh, that's one of my uh, subjects that I'm really into. But when 9-11 happened, uh, that one kind of changed my life, like I'm sure a lot of other people, too. And I've been pretty much studying it since the day and going forward. And I've looked up to people like the late uh, the late great Dave McGowan, who I consider to be pretty much the first 9-11 truther on 9-12 he pretty much had the whole official story broken down like within the 24 hours. 100% bro. There was a, it's so interesting that whole thing. And you see it happen all the time. There's an official story and then we work backwards from that. And it's kind of yeah. crazy, dude. And it's, it's like this whole hidden history is my favorite discussion. It's my favorite discussion because it really yeah. does let you know when everyone goes, is everything a lie? Yeah, everything is a lie. Everything is a conspiracy. And the sooner you come to grips with that, the sooner you can open up that. And when you go all the way back, it's like, what else are they lying to you? Lying to you about God and your connection with it. And like, you're a very powerful being. You you are where you are because of the decisions you've made and the actions you've taken. And without that, no, the, the killer is w- within. And the sooner you can own that and take control of that, the sooner you can change your life. And everything we're talking about, Ray, here is all dark arts magic to get you to manifest that you need them to that you need them to save you it's all it's about and they're they're losing that power and they're starting to realize it right now so if you really look at it everything's connected too like everything seems there's a connection with all these events that i just mentioned there always seems to be some kind of connection well, uh, we're going to start with Kurt Cobain's death. I mean, that was a giant. I mean, I mean, we can start with Kurt Cobain's death, but we can look back to all the deaths that have happened to celebrities yeah. 
and all and all they kind of it's very interesting because they really love to prop people up but what drives them crazy is when you go off the reservation and yeah. you stop to uh, and you start thinking for yourself and you're like i'm a real boy right and that they hate that <laughs> pinocchio moment and that's yeah. why you see a lot of these rappers getting offed. They go off reservation. They start talking about empowerment, and they really hate that stuff. And it's they they don't care if you do it from the start. I'm really starting to believe that. Like if you come yeah. out as a truther early on in your journey and you build your own, they're less likely they'd be concerned about you. Or you know, I mean, they'll shadow ban you. They'll do all that. They'll make it impossible. But man. When they blow you up and you decide to do your own thing, that, nope, they can't have that. Now, is that just because it's a betrayal or because you're bringing people from from their side yeah. over to the Both. other side? Okay. Would you say Both, that, but it's more the second one, in my humble opinion. Would you say that, that Kanye was like that? Because Kanye used to have that Jesus Walk song. He used to always yeah. be anti, like, hey, the media. He used to tell people, stop doing this, stop doing that. You think they kind of let Kanye run with it, and that's why he got so far? Kanye is an interesting case yeah. because you'd be like he's clicked all the boxes to be taken out yeah. and then he disappears and he's oh i got married and now we'll see how this version of kanye acts comes back like yeah. he's had electroshock therapy oh 100 percent he's looking different is he, he could be a clone i got i got things where he could i had be a friend of out. mine freaking out about clones today calling me up like they got our dna they're gonna clone us i'm like they're gonna clone all of us <laughs> Why'd they clone me? What I'd watch that movie. Right? Yeah. <laughs> they, One is know, enough. Jesus. Clone, yeah, yeah. What are they going to replace me with and do? So let's get into Kurt Cobain's death. And uh, you've been studying for more than 25 years. Uh, it's yeah. very interesting. The fact that the, so many people point, point to his wife and like she's still going. And like she's still like out there trying to be relevant. It's just in the news, yeah, for this, uh, you know, accusing Brad Pitt of getting her kicked off of Fight Club. Well, you know, what my favorite part is she's like, <laughs> he kicked me off the movie after I kicked him off this movie. You're like, yeah, yeah, yeah that was it. Yeah, right. but he wanted to play Cobain in a biopic, and she said he wasn't right for it, so he got pissed off about that and kicked her off of Fight Club. And so we're supposed well, she to be wanted, like, well, Scarlett. She wanted Scarlett Johansson to play her. And I don't think Scarlett wanted anything to do with it. <laughs> so I think that could have had something to do with it, too. Well, you know, she's she's either on trial right now or being sued because she supposedly put a hit out on her, allegedly put a hit yeah. out on her daughter's fiance because her daughter gave her fiance one of Kurt Cobain's guitars and her mother didn't want her to do that. Yeah, it was the unplugged uh, in New York guitar. It was uh, supposed to be a wedding gift. Holy shit! And then when they went to they went to split court, it was like that's not yours anymore. Yeah, yeah and uh, teamed up with the guy Sam, uh, Sam uh, not Tripoli, obviously, but uh, no, guy, <laughs> Sam, that, that soundbite will be clear. the other guy, the Sam guy that was uh, kind of trying to control Britney Spears there for a while. It was oh, the yeah. same creep. That's a um, hell of a gift. That guitar. Yeah. <laughs> So, yeah, and in that trial, or at least in the court proceedings, uh, it, Francis Bean, uh, Courtney and Kurt's daughter, actually, um, the soon-to-be ex-husband, Isaac, uh, he, he's a musician, too, um, he actually hired Tom Grant, of all people, to be a part of his uh, legal defense team. And that's, uh, that's where Tom Grant um, was actually Courtney's private investigator that kind of got the murder theory 
like out in the open back in 1994 or late 94 and while he was actually still working for Courtney. Um, and she knew that he, Tom was kind of onto her, but she, uh, instead of, you know, doing the logical thing by firing him and being all upset and enraged, she kept him, uh, working for her for another eight months, I believe eight to 10 months, I think. And, uh, kind of keep your enemies closer type deal. Yeah. Keep so, them. Yeah. So what's interesting about Courtney Love is that, and there's a lot of things interesting, and it kind of gets down to the whole thing. It's like, you know, whether you want to look at the Unabomber or whatever, like there is a lot of trauma in this girl's life. The people yeah. that were supposed to protect her didn't. Yeah. And she was put through the mill. Like she was put through like some of the most disgusting things that a man would allow his daughter to go through. And there was a lot of chaos in her life. Do you want to talk anything about that and, and her father's connections to the intelligence services? Well, here's the thing. Hank Harrison just passed away uh, earlier this year. And I think he one of the last interviews he did was actually with my buddy and producer, uh, Chuck Ocelli. Uh, uh, Chuck had told me that uh, right before Hank died, uh, he was trying to get a hold of uh, my buddy Chuck because he had something urgent to tell him. And uh, we have no idea what, what that could have been. But Hank Harrison, Courtney's father, was the Grateful Dead's first uh, manager. And over the years, Courtney had made the claims that Hank actually gave her LSD when she was two. Whoa. So, yeah. So when you go, when you say about the trauma thing, as much as I dislike Courtney Love, I mean, I do have a little bit of sympathy um, there because... It's possible that, you know, she really, I don't want to say he didn't have a choice, but, you know, what other avenues could she have gone down if uh, a lot of that stuff was for real? Especially if you go into, like, the Kathy O'Brien type situation with MK Ultra and, you know, all the, the, the elites using these, you know, these poor girls that become, you know, sex slaves and the human trafficking and then you got the male side of it where, you know, they become either a spree shooter or a serial killer or or whatever. But, yeah, Hank Harrison is he's fascinating because um, for years I had always thought that he was just an opportunist, that he just basically, you know, he wasn't in his daughter's life at all. And then he writes a book uh, about Kurt's death, you know, basically saying that she she had him killed. Um and having never met his son-in-law, apparently, too. So I don't, you know what I mean? So with him, he made it be known that he was friends with uh, a guy that on his deathbed, this this friend told him that he was a CIA, uh, he was in the CIA, and he actually hooked up with Courtney when she was 17 and gave Courtney, like, a thousand tabs of uh, acid to pass around in Ireland and over in uh, in. Um, Liverpool and things like that for the music scene, kind of like the Yoko Ono thing kind of goes back to the where uh, Yoko kind of takes back John from uh, May Pang during the lost weekend that like lasted a couple of years. There. Watch out, Johnny's no, he's right about, about Yoko right. Ono. <laughs> no, he's right. I mean, Yoko let him go stay with May Pang in L.A. and then, and then yep. brought him back, brought him back to New York. Yeah. And then just like with Courtney and Kurt, like uh, Yoko was all of a sudden pregnant with Sean and there was no more May Pang. And uh, John was back on heroin, you know. Uh, it just reminded me of that, too, because with Kurt, um, shortly after they started dating him, him and Courtney, Kurt all of a sudden was on heroin, 
And a lot of his friends that were around him said he never messed with that stuff prior to that. Like he had like a stomach condition, like a pinched nerve. So, I mean, what better, what better way to ease your pain, I guess. Uh, but she, she pretty much got her hooks into him and then was pregnant like fairly quickly uh, into that relationship. And he, he did the right thing. He, uh, he married her. And I feel like he was kind of, he's kind of a victim in that way, just because he didn't want to repeat his own, uh, his own childhood being the child of divorce, you know, in the seventies. So uh, I think he was trying to do the right thing. Now, even as a, uh, a rising rock star, you know, and she got her hooks into him. And the death of Kurt Cobain, just like all these conspiracies, is kind of this assault on your senses. I just talked yeah. about this early on in uh, on Conspiracy Social Club today with Brian. But, you know, they want they are trying to convince you that your eyes and your mind are lying to you. Yeah. And that, you know, if you even go back to 9-11, like the notion that the most fortified airspace somehow lost this plane for 45 yeah. minutes. And this just and happened. there's no the cameras world. in Washington, D.C. working, right? Yeah. None? Well, yeah. all these cameras, that's what it is. It's they really don't want you to believe your senses. All this stuff. I don't even think it's just sense. I think it's logic. Like, the lo like yeah. he can't shoot that. It's not even senses. It's well, that's, logic. Well, that's senses. Okay, well, yeah, but... That's it's just... your eyes telling you that the it's in, it's impossible to do that. It's impossible for a plane it's to... doubt, to though. It's fundamentally doubt. You're doubting yourself. Yeah, yeah. and that's all it of this right now. That's, it, that's what it, it, clipped, it is. It clipped lampposts, right? Or not lampposts, but yeah, yeah. It, um, it clipped posts with the wings, right? And, the, and that's where all the, uh, the jet fuel is supposed to be. This should be... It, it should have actually blown up on the lawn before it even was able to... Yeah penetrate anything there's no wreckage there nothing yeah i mean so uh, this is what it is and i and some people i've had somebody talk to me about this i think i already talked about but that they believe that the mandela effect is being done on purpose so, i've heard that too yeah so so like if we by whom by like the ai the government like mm. maybe they I have i really think it's publishers clearinghouse they don't want us to know that ed mcmahon worked for them and gave those big those big <laughs> checks to everyone because now you look it up and it's creepy now you look it up he never worked for them at all and i remember many cartoons in the 1980s being interrupted with those stupid commercials with ed wait, wait 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 you're saying that ed mcmahon never worked for publishers clearinghouse nope it's creepy are you, you kidding look it up now I remember it. And, uh, no, that's what sure they're saying they now. That's unbelievable. Yeah, because I remember it. That's the only reason anybody who's of a, my age knows because he was off the air with Carson. You know, by the time we were right. watching TV. Yeah, we that's did the, the only Star reason. Search. Yeah, that was about it. Well, yeah, I'm I not, didn't watch that either. I'm not saying this helps, but <laughs> yeah, it's creepy. Yeah, yeah. So I mean, if the internet isn't as big as as we believe it is, right? Like we believe yeah. it's this vast thing. And dead internet tells you it's not. That's unbelievable, right? This is the this might be the one that that's the most uh, profound Shocking. for me. Yeah, because yeah, I remember it. I was pissed as a kid, a child of the eighties. All of my my cartoons. I had to watch this old Johnny Carson sidekick give these oversized checks, and apparently that never happened. But you want this know video? Yeah, they're saying he's not in it. That's right. Well, see, I know. I just remember him doing voiceover. I don't remember him handing it out. But no, I, I remember, I remember him standing being there. there. 
I remember yeah. him not necessarily giving them the checks, but being in the studio yeah, 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 yeah. talking about publishers yeah. right. clearing that's, out. That's it. Yeah. So what? What if DARPA has wow, that's so a way? Well, they say, a lot of people say CERN has something to do with it. I don't know if I buy into that, but you never know. Well, I mean, well, CERN is that there's a Mandela effect and we're on a different time. But if we're talking about the government could be doing this on purpose, so we don't know our, right. we don't trust our senses. What if they have a way to go through the entire internet and replace yeah. stuff? Like it sounds so advanced to us, but who knows what DARPA, where DARPA, we always know they're 30 years ahead of us. That's what they tell us, yeah. Well, that's what we've been told. Yeah. That's what we've also, been you, told. You look at stuff like Sandy Hook or even 9-11. There's a lot of footage that I remember from watching it. It wasn't a Mandela effect type thing. They clearly went through all those you know, blogs, WordPress blogs, and pulled all that stuff out. And I can find it to an extent, but yeah, there's so much more Like from 9-11. Even Columbine, like I was telling you, about, there was footage of other shooters jumping over fences in the neighbor, going into the neighborhood. And there was uh, footage of uh, the shooter on the roof and everything. That's all pulled. So they, I, <laughs> your theory it might not be so much a theory after all. I mean, to just get everyone to, like, the biggest, besides COVID, like the biggest psyop would be to pretty much redo the internet in their own way to convince us that things like the uh, Statue of Liberty. I remember people said that they they could go up into the torch, and some people even claim to have gotten pictures up in the torch. Huh. And apparently now they say that we they haven't had the torch open for like eighty years or something. Wow. The so other big it, one for me yeah, is the Fruit of the Loom logo that it never had the cornucopia <laughs> thing. The Britney that Spears one, one is the most shocking. See that one? I don't have that memory, but the Fruit of the Loom which thing. Think about the, what do you think the about Br the Fruit of the Loom logo? The Sorry. Britney Spears oh. one is that in the videos now she has a black skirt. In the video, oh. I remember as a child because it was iconic. She had a plaid yeah. skirt. She did. A B yeah, that. Yeah. What? Which one do you remember as the Fruit of the Loom logo, Sam? The first one. Yeah, it's not. It's not. It's, not, no. it's, it's the not. other one. It never had that cornucopia. The same with Jiff. Jiff. Jiffy. Jiffy pot. Uh, the uh, the peanut butter. So it was never uh, Jiffy apparently. Yeah, and, and this mean, is to fuck with our brain to so we so we we, we, we doubt ourselves. Doubt. Yeah, because that's where it's starting. Oh, you can't remember this. You can't remember anything. Yeah. So yeah. so when they go, oh, that didn't happen. You're like, oh, I guess it didn't happen. That's what this is all about. This is 1984. Right. Department. Uh, what's it called? Department of History or what, whatever that department is. Where they're Par just, Department of bullshit. Yeah. yeah. Part, they go back and they redo everything. And like you know, I get in this fights with Brian Callen all the time on Conspiracy Social Club. If you want to watch that show, you can watch uh, free episodes now. Up to date for episodes at AKA Deep Waters. Just put in the search bar AKA Deep Waters. Please subscribe to it. Uh, also, it's bro. What's going on, Broken Sim? Are we doing a new? What? what, what I don't understand. What you're are saying. we? Uh, are we doing a new channel for Broken Sim, or what are we doing? Uh, well, right now, I mean, it's always going to be on the audio, same place. Yeah, but yeah. YouTube. We're trying to figure out. Check where to that out. Yeah. So we I'm always great show, Sam. It's awesome. Thank you. I appreciate. We're trying. We're trying. We're trying. We're trying. But um, I'm always, my whole, well, I don't even remember what my point was. I was. But your point it. was something that I had, hadn't even considered that the, even the Mandela effect could have been a contrived psyop. And I thought it was just more of this fun, like, oh, yeah, you know, that, you yeah. know, people do misre misremember things. But to this extent, I mean, there's so much. Like, I remember the T Tiananmen Square guy actually 
getting smushed, for lack of now a, they're saying, a better oh, term. Now they're saying now he got saying edited he so you didn't crowd. see it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's super. It's like beyond interesting, dude. Hey, everybody, I want to tell you about our friends at Copy My Crypto. That's right, our good friend James McMahon. Listen, so many people are making ridiculous money from crypto, but did you know it's easy for you to do the same? The Copy My Crypto membership site shows you the coins that YouTuber James McMahon personally holds and allows you to copy him. It's like having a big brother who knows what he's doing. You don't need to know a thing about crypto or how to invest. You simply need to do what he does, okay? So let me tell you about James. He runs Crypto with James YouTube channel, which despite heavy censorship has over 26,000 subscribers. Good for him. Since March 2020, his, he's told his viewers to buy 26 crypto coins. Had you put 100 bucks in each, it'd be worth 123,000, okay? Of the 26 coins, his top pick of the year, a coin called Phantom, went up 692 times from what he said. The one that one cause retired a number of people, including guys in their 20s and 30s. Remember, this is public knowledge. You can go to his YouTube and verify this yourself. So if you'd like to join the 2,800 members who copy James, then stop what you're doing and head over to copymycrypto.com slash TFH. That's copymycrypto.com forward slash TFH. That's TFH. F H. You're not only you'll not only find proof of everything I've said, but my my listeners will get full access for just a dollar. Once again, that's copymycrypto.com slash TFH. The recession is here, guys. You can suffer like everyone else or choose to thrive. James is the real deal. Go visit the site now. So, okay, this is what I was telling Brian. I really wonder how much chaos in this world would happen if there weren't for bad actors in intelligence yeah. agencies. Now, I don't want to do broad strokes that everyone in these these groups are all bad. Right. I want I don't want to do that cuz I There's hate bad apples in every group. So yeah. That if these bad apples weren't there, how much of this chaos would happen? You know, it's when when you study um there's a lot of people who are talking about almost every revolution has been a, a, a banker revolution. Even yeah. ours, when we when we revolted against the monarchy, was like controlled by bankers, Rothschilds, and all that stuff. And yes, sometimes great things come out of controlled opposition. Some, right. you know, like if the internet is an, it was created by DARPA, all this amazing stuff has happened. And sometimes we talk about it all the time on here. Gets away from them. It just gets away from them. They, you know, when they talked earlier. Excuse me. They talked about how they thought there was going to be like seven websites. Now everybody's got a website. <laughs> right, right. So things get away from them and they have to they have to make it think they have to make us think that's our choice that everything's going on, but little, little, little by little they're just they're just tipping stuff in certain directions. Sometimes if, they blunt force If you really if it really got out of hand, I do think there was something to or they kept talking about Obama's kill switch. I think most definitely that could be a possibility, but I don't think whoever the powers that be believe that that was the, that was the, you know necessary a couple of years ago. But so, so if it really came that. down to it, I think they would shut it. They would shut it off in a second. Well, let's get into so, that. Let's get into that because 
you know, that's a big talk right now is that, you know, uh, we got Klaus pa- Power Bottom Schwab going on all the <laughs> precedented uh, uh, actions of the uh, power outage that would make COVID look like. So you're like, okay, so let me get this right. You're going to knock out the power. Everyone's going to go crazy. But you know what else they're not going to be getting? Your propaganda. Are you really? How long can you go without banging us with propaganda for, before we all start to wake up? So you're going to push it now with COVID where we're all waking up that you lied to us. Now you're talking about this is all going to happen and then it happen, and you think you're going to get us back. How do you get that information, though, without the Internet? How do you get the information that's made us all realize it's all bullshit without the Internet? Maybe they've got to the point where their bargain is like this outweighs the losing the Internet outweighs us, you know, because our propaganda is not effective anymore. Right. Maybe maybe they want to kill the Internet. It's worth it for them. to. Yeah, they'll have the TV. TV. All your TVs on the Internet. And you're talking about they've been doing this for a long time before the Internet even. So like power. Yeah, but yeah, but yeah, but let's really get into like the propaganda has really been ramped up with television and right. and yeah. radio. If that's all gone, because how's the television going to run with no power? How is the radio going to be sent? Radio waves going to be sent without power? How is that going to reach right. as many people yeah. as possible? Like I, I don't. I, I'm not saying this can't happen, but. I think that's – they may hit the complete our reset button. I told you that's what Q could be. Q could be the elites telling us everything's going on because they plan to hit the entire reset button, which they're doing. But this right. would even be crazier because their whole thing is built on you have this in your hand, we're tracking you and controlling you and everything like that. So what they're doing is knocking this out and now what? You don't think they well, just want chaos? Like, you remember the Star Wars program, right? They claimed in 89 that yeah. it was over and they weren't doing it anymore. Who's to say that that wasn't something that was outside of whatever the EMPs would, are, would be that would take out the rest of the, the power grid? I'm just saying this. I don't believe this. I just it popped in my head right now. Who's to say that that, that program didn't keep going, which there's a bunch of evidence to show that it has, just not publicly. Who's to say that that's not some kind of harp thing, like from uh, Alaska, where they even say, besides controlling you know, weather patterns and things like that, it also can put stuff into people's minds still. Yeah, I think, that, they, I think they, they can do that for sure. I think voice yeah. voice the skull, voice of yeah. God is huge technology, and they use it all the time. They try to do it on Berkowitz, on uh, the guy at Waco, uh, the Branch Davidians. They tried to get Dave Koresh, Charlton yeah. Heston. Dave Koresh, yeah. They tried, there was Newsweek in 94. They did a thing where they actually mentioned that Charlton Heston was going to provide the voice of God, and they were going to pipe it into the compound and try to get Koresh to give up that way, thinking that he actually was hearing the voice of God. But they were going to do it with that technology that that Sam just brought up. Do you ever get a feeling that that that's happening to you? I was actually thinking what voice I would hear, what would come through. But do you ever hear, like, thoughts? Morgan Freeman. <laughs> I sometimes think there's God. thoughts all the time being put. That on yours? Yeah. So I'm like, well, yeah. Sometimes I think like Daniel Stern from The Wonder Years is narrating my life. <laughs> That's so funny. Kind so, so we got going back to Courtney Love. We got Courtney yeah. Love, her late father, who has ties to intelligence. Uh, prior now, in your notes, you say there were prior murder attempts on who Cobain? Yeah, the Romans said about a about a month prior to that. 
he went into a coma. And uh, when Court, when Courtney, after Kurt died, Courtney said that that was a suicide attempt. But while Kurt, while Kurt was still alive, uh, she claimed in the media that it was just a mis- misunderstanding. So while Kurt was getting his memories back, and I think that has a lot to do with her more erratic behavior leading up to Kurt, uh, Kurt's body being found, I think she was a, this is speculation here on my part, but I feel like she was uh, getting really, really nervous that he might regain his memories of what happened in the, in the hotel room hmm. that, that caused that, that coma to happen in the first place. Cause he had a whole bunch of the roof, the, you know, the date rape drug that yeah. they called the Rohypnol. Yeah. Her prescription that she got in London. Um, cause he didn't have a prescription, like a whole bunch of that landed in Kurt's system with a whole bunch of champagne. And he was not one for alcohol at all. So, I mean, she didn't call the ambulance for a few hours too, while he was on the ground, like, uh, unconscious. So it's kind of a, a pretty lucky uh, for a, at least a little while longer that he actually was still uh, alive and still it wasn't brain dead either. So, yeah, I, I do. I a lot of people feel like that was the first attempt, but there was even another attempt uh, pr- uh, in '93 where Courtney actually brought him back with uh, adrenaline to the heart. I believe. Um, I think. <laughs> I don't know. That one was a questionable thing too. I don't usually go into that one, but she she did bring him back. But I think she was surprised, you know. Um, but the Rome incident is what it's known as, and Tom Grant goes into that too. He actually had a, another note that he had written that Courtney admitted it to on uh, on the audio that Tom Grant was recording because he was a private investigator. And when he he found these things to be questionable, he started recording all of his conversations which I guess he had the right to do because he was a, a licensed PI. So she, uh, she admitted that the, uh, the note that he had had for her uh, was not flattering. It was basically saying that he was going to take his money and leave. And I guess in his, his hand, he had a whole bunch of money clenched in his fist while he was unconscious and he had his coat on. So, uh, yeah, so that, that definitely points to a first, attempt at least and people don't remember this either but in rolling stone magazine they announced that nirvana was breaking up um and that was in the month prior to his body being found too so and dave Dave grohl i don't know man especially with the covid thing and now taylor hawkins and all i mean to lose two blonde guys in your band i mean i know yeah I mean, it's weird, bro. Well, dude, I, I told you, remember right before uh, Taylor Hawkins died, they were in, uh, the band was in Rolling Stone, and Dave Grohl yeah. was talking about how he did, like, Satan Satan worship stuff to, uh, like, a bunch of rituals and stuff to get to get where he was, you know, and he was kind of joking about it. they did a horror movie but. recently that had a bunch of that in it, like Satan and things. Yeah. Well, you know, you want to get into some military roles in this, like... Word is Dave Grohl's father is very connected as well. In politics, yeah. Yeah, in Washington. He, he grew up in the uh, the D.C. punk scene, you know, just like Henry Rollins. You know, there's a lot of connection. Dave McGowan went into that, too, with Weird Scenes Inside the Canyon, his uh, book about the uh, military intelligence and, and um, just the alphabet agency's infiltration of uh, the entertainment world in Hollywood and music. 
If you look at the Gulf of Tonkin incident, which apparently never happened, and now we, we found that out decades after the fact, Admiral Moore, Jim Morrison of the Doors, his father was behind the Gulf of Tonkin incident. And then all of a sudden his son pops up the next year or within the same amount of time and without any musical talent. And he admitted that. And now all of a sudden the doors were created and uh, the, the hippie movement. Hippies weren't really a, a thing prior to that. And it was basically seemed like it was designed to, to bring down the legitimate anti-war protesters who were college professors and those types before. Yeah. Then all of a sudden you got the Manson type uh, people showing up and hippies and drop, you know, let's uh, just drop out, man. You know, that type of thing. Like got introduced. That was, that was kind of a new phenomenon. 100% man. And again, this goes back to limited hangouts. Yeah. They like to position their people in there to get all the credit. So everyone thinks that unless you're one of them, you can't, you can't make it happen. Okay. Yeah. And that's, and that's what's going on. So yeah, when all these people came out, like, so everyone's like, you know, the argument is always like, Oh, they're not talented. Well, Jim Morrison is questionable, right? Yeah. You surround him with some people to make him look good. If he, as long as he can carry a tune, a little bit. He's not that bad, right? But, you know, there are suit like David Grohl. Like, David Grohl is obviously, Dave Grohl is obviously talented. And, yeah. so, and, and like, it's not that they, that these people are all void of talent. It's that they just have a pool of people they want to use and they find the most talented ones. And there's ways they do this. Mickey Mouse Club, Nickelodeon, those are two ways they find really like power uh, really really talented children that's a great way of doing it and then they do it through the scenes there's people who are looking at them and like th th like dude maybe they never had facebook forever but they've always had ways always had ways yeah that's what i that's what those reality singing shows were all about were bringing out people who would obviously prostitute themselves for fame and then they also i mean you don't think they know these people so let's get into shane gillis right when he was going and not that i don't think shane gillis is is uh and in, in any way any controlled opposition at all but he was the victim of it right yeah well, he, was, he i think yeah. he he was thrown under the bus they did that on purpose yeah. but you go yeah. how do they know this about shane gillis on episode one oh whatever at about 40 minutes in does a uh ching ching chong chong joke right <laughs> and everyone loses it right how do they know that because they have people going through everything mining your data mining your data and they get to this point where like this guy's super talented he's got this we're gonna use this to promote saturday night live if he makes it to the cast Good for him. If he doesn't, we come off as people who care about feelings, and it's a win-win. I've had two yeah. female friends so go through that on Saturday Night Live. So, so you said they already had that on him? Yeah. Before he went on Saturday Night Live, yeah. they're like, look, let's let, let's when let him audition. ride. Because he, when he gets out of line, we'll have this ready to come up, cancel him, and get rid of him. Yeah. And then, so, okay. They yeah, there's a, no way they well, put they somebody in that They have these meltdowns. Whenever these meltdowns happen in Hollywood, it's been said that it's because the they their programming is is going haywire. Like they're coming down from it, whatever. I don't know if you buy into that, but I mean that kind of makes sense too. Well, Anyone with any kind of platform uh, in front of a mass, a huge mass of people, they have to be controlled just for the you know for public opinion. You know I, that makes sense. I I, I believe 
that there uh, anybody through the legacy media wherever at that level is there because of certain reasons. All right, I want to tell you about our friends at DraftKings. That's right, the NFL playoff action continues. We're one step close to the Super Bowl 57. And for the NFL divisional round, check out DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. New customers can bet just $5 and get 200 in free bets instantly, okay? Plus, all the new and existing customers can take a shot at even bigger pay with DraftKings Step Up Same Day Parlays. That's right. Boost your NFL winnings with each leg you add up to 100%. Okay? We love gambling. I, I mean, like, I get it. I, I I love to do some parlays. I love DraftKings. It's easy. It's quick. Hey, I like to do some parlays. NFL, UFCs, I'm all about that action, okay? Johnny, do you like it? Yeah, which game are you looking forward to this week? Dude, it's going to be crazy. Buffalo versus Cincinnati. Who you got? It's going to be a weird one. Well, I don't know, man. I, I'm a Buffalo guy. I was born near there. My family's all Buffalo. But I don't know, man. That quarterback for Cincinnati is pretty good. What's his name, Johnny? Uh, Joe Burrow. Joe Burrow, yeah. This is what we need you to do. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app. Use the code TINFOIL. New customers can bet $5 on the NFL Divisional Round and get 200 in free bets instantly. Only at DraftKings Sportsbook with the code TINFOIL. Minimum age, eligibility restrictions apply. See the notes for details. All right. So the, I wanted to get into this because you wanted to talk about weird scenes from inside the canyon. And it's like, so here we are, 2023. Uh, you know, the Comedy Store, which is my home, I love it very much. But at one point, it was the cultural epicenter of two things. Comedy and podcasting. So oh, I think you say the mob. Like well, I mean that was way <laughs> before that. Way yeah. before that. But I yeah. mean, like you, like as much as I, I shit on Hollywood comedy and the Hollywood comedy scene. Okay, the Hollywood comedy scene basically made comedy podcast like yeah. the thing for comedians to do. Whether you want to go from Adam Carolla starting off, Mark Maron, Rogan, and then everybody, you know what the role Brian Redband had. I like how, like, no one will ever give Brian Redband the credit he deserves. Oh, he's great. Yeah, for he was creating this yeah. kind of thing where it's like, for the first time ever, Death Squad, you know, outside of, like, you know, Legacy Media, which was, uh, you know, Howard Stern and Opie and Anthony were, like, a more of a fringe, but they still were on, like, corporate radio until they weren't, right? In uh, Boston, yeah, they got kicked out because yeah. of that. Yeah, yeah. Yep. But the but the the creation of like the the kind of outlaw po comedy podcast that wasn't trying to be you know to play favor to the industry. Well, I think that you know Brian Redband is a, the a giant face of that. Yeah, and he I mean he really had a vision of what it was going to be. You know, uh, you know before anybody just else. Think did. of the savages that were on there: Joey Diaz, Ari Shafir, Tom Segura, yeah. uh, Christina Pajinski. Duncan you, Trussell, Brandon Shaw, myself. Was that a better time when? Because no, back then, not everybody had a podcast, so everybody was willing to go on a podcast like that and and you know hang out. And now everybody's got their own podcast, so they don't. They're oh, not I jumping think it's around. the best time ever. Now, yeah, okay. I think it's the best time ever, and they're dying to try to control the narrative, and I don't see how they can. I have my, 
I get a lot of shit for my take on Andrew Tate, but I think yeah. I think Andrew Tate is. Uh, I mean, you want to get into former C- son of CIA? Uh, you know, there's a. L- but you don't think he's got a little bit of Jordan Peters messages? Because that's what my thing is. Like, yeah, I don't think the whole Matrix thing. I think he's kind of like. Uh, but the whole message to men, I think, is a good message. That well, that part of him. But but can we listen? I'm not anti-Andrew Tate. I think Andrew Tate has very important messages. But I go, limited hangout. Yeah. Don't you want your guy to be the message? And and Well, that's how you beat this, though, is that you splinter all the groups so that they're, they all want to fight with each other, fight among each other, and they're all again identifying with these ideas. I always go, so, oh, oh, you're control. You know what I'm going to do, guys, when I finally move out of my place? I'm going to film where I live forever. So everyone can see, like, oh, gotcha, right? Like, oh, uh, the last place, yeah, where oh, I live yeah, yeah. right now, and hopefully I'll do move, it before be, you clean in the cleaning the closets out. And stuff. Yeah, I'm gonna yeah, clean yeah. out and go. No, hey, do man, it before you clean. This up. guy <laughs> you think is controlled opposition and all part he, of this thing. His closet is filled with T-shirts that yeah. he's gotten from the the 90s up to now. I yeah, mean. I, my, I lived in this studio apartment, by the yeah. way, just so you know. I, I mean, it's like hilarious. I'm getting so much shit now from old friends and stuff like that. It's just like, I don't know. Like, I'm all about the money. I just made one of my podcasts absolutely free. I was making money off it. I decided it needs to be free. I, it's like crazy. But this is part of the game now. But my whole thing is like this canceling shit. Like, yeah. I, I'm shadow banned. Right, I'm not yep. canceling. Yeah, There's a little bit to canceling as well. Like you kind of give people some street cred by getting them canceled. And how much are they canceled? How much are they really canceled? You know, like I'm not just talking like you know you have comics out there that everyone's complaining. They're not canceled, oh, dude. I mean, they'll never be on network television again. They'll never be on Netflix again. They'll never be on any of that stuff again. When they go on the road, it's like two. It's it's. Rate to the people sales. Well, you can't control that. People are going to buy what they want to buy. But you know, how many times are these people being interviewed on all these network shows? They're like, oh, they're canceling me. Oh, really? Because you're on this Pierce Morgan and you're on that show yeah. and you're on this show. Kind of crazy how canceled you are. Like, real cancellation is like if they go on your show, you're getting canceled. You don't get canceled having Andrew Tate on your show. Yeah. I mean, oh, oh, just Andrew Tate isn't allowed to have a show. And you should get these really canceled. Like, Alex Jones. Are, is Alex Jones a lot on people's show without them getting in trouble on YouTube? I mean, he seems to be. Yeah, yeah, he is. He seems yeah. to be. I mean, a lot of this is the theatrics. I don't know, man. I do think they were going after Alex Jones. There's a lot of people think Alex Jones is a limited hangout as well. I just can tell you hanging out with him, he's a really nice guy, and he's he's been authentic to that, but I also think he knows how to play the game as well. But we'll see how much of that billion dollars or trillion dollars are going after him. How yeah, much it's like $2.3 trillion, just like with Rumsfeld. Like, just think about that. <laughs> yeah. Just think about a two, two, three. I mean, isn't that, isn't, aren't those cult numbers as well? How do you think he handled being on Pierce Morgan's thing? Well, I mean, oh, yeah. I, I don't know why Alex Jones goes on Pierce Morgan. Like, what do you have to get? You got that Info, InfoWars tag in right before oh, they went to the break. Time. InfoWars.com. It was yeah. the best all the time. It just, he'd, he'd flash it. He'd have him flash whenever he was ignoring him. And, and, you know, like when he had Kanye on, he's entering into those waters that you could tell that's what makes him nervous. Mm-hmm. Like right. the discussion of Zionism. And he like, and, and, you know, you have all these guys, so you took everything away from me, now I'm going to go. But, yeah, you're very, you're very, you're very uh, calculated in what you talk about. And, you know, 
super. You know, my, my my good buddy Donald Jeffries is a huge uh, victim of that shadow ban thing. Even with other people's shows, it seems like now, and that's what we've been trying to get him on Tucker Carlson because uh, Tucker's uh, kind of mystifying to me too. As well, he, mean, had, he, he, he was given permission to do that report indicting the CIA and JFK's murder. He was allowed to do that. Well, he went I after still, Gary Webb. Like people yeah. need to understand that man, and like I yeah. know this a long time ago, but where you are, it's like I, I mean, his dad was CIA, or and like he thought uh, he grew up around yeah. a bunch of CIA people, right? And you right. just kind of go, man. I mean, like legacy. This is what it's about. It's legacy media. Yeah, there's no bigger legacy media than Fox News or MSNBC. It's like you don't get there unless you play ball. And you know what? Right. A broken clock is right twice a day. And you have, you have, this is the game. Put out accurate information, then say some retard shit. <laughs> That's how it goes. That's right. Yep. That's how it goes. For everybody. So you can herd people some way, and then you run the other group to the other herder who herds them other ways. And this is done all the time, man. This is done all the time. And we can kind of get into like, the controlled opposition of, like, I mean, take a look at, like, NWA. Like, that's yeah. completely not a psyop. None of those guys yeah. were gangbangers. Like, you know, Ice Cube is a, Ice Cube is basically the Larry the Cable guy of, of gangster rap. He wasn't that guy. Tupac wasn't either. People got really mad at me because I didn't have Tupac in my top five of all time. Because Tupac was a living player. Yeah. He, he was. was a dance thespian. What do, you, what do you mean by that living player? What is it? He played a role. Oh, God. He's okay. a living actor, they call those, got it, got who it. play a lifetime role. Yeah. Yeah, well, he John always Bocash did. I mean, went into that, I think, too. The, the hardcore rappers kind of knew that about him, too. They always remember he would always get accused of being kind of soft by the guys that were really, you and know, like Shook like Knight. Serious. Yeah. Like Shook I mean, Knight, the real killer. Like real, like gang. And then what he started to do, want to get off these legacy. Yeah. These legacy record labels, which were trying to steer black culture into crime. Yeah, and his message, he had some good songs where he has nice, nice messages about don't. But towards like the end, he was like waking up to it and he wanted to do his own thing. And you can't do that. And you watch all these people that kind of try to do their own thing. I think that's you, why he went to prison, by the way. Remember when Kurt Cobain uh, wanted to do his own thing. Yeah. He wasn't allowed to. And, and if they blow you up, they don't like it. So Do you, you know, think the, Michael Jackson lands in that theory? With uh, Hibbler. 100%. Hibbler, where he wanted to Michael come out. Michael Jackson, Prince is like that. Yeah. You can yep. even get into a point. Louis C.K. started going off on his own, trying to make his own shows, starting to do his, he put out his own specials. They don't like that. When they blow you up, they do not like you going off the reservation, doing your own thing. I, the, I, but think about it, you think about Tupac. Remember, he got hit with those sexual assault charges yeah. and went to prison for eight months. Right before yep. the, the year before he died, that, that seems to me like okay, let's let's jerk the chain on him, you know, 100%. let's get him back in line, and okay. then it didn't work. So still. then you don't think Andrew Tate's like that because he's been calling it. He's like, they're going to counsel me, then they're going to put me in jail, and then they're going to kill me. I mean, and he's yeah. like, I'm on strike number two, so I got security it's, on it's me. It's a pattern. Yeah. We'll see, man. We'll see. We'll see. I mean, if he keeps talking about, it, it's probably going to happen. He's manifesting it. Yeah. But it just, you know, like the whole thing was like, oh, dude, his videos are everywhere because his fans put them everywhere. And I'm going to get shit for this. I, I, the message of Tan Andrew Tate is not like, I, I think it's very important, but it's like the blow up of Andrew Tate 
is questionable to me. And again, right. you know, it's like everyone it, it gives me shit for Joe Rogan, but it's like I, I can sit down and go, this is what happened with Rogan. Rogan was the face of two things that weren't around a long time ago, UFC and, and podcasting. Neither of them was supposed to blow up. Well, Fear Factor. I mean, you, for Fear Factor. Was- but you remember when he was doing Fear Factor? They were like, look at this fucking loser. I remember reading articles. Joe Rogan kills his own career by doing Fear Factor. The, all the yeah. shit he got for doing Fear Factor. So it was huge. But it, it was a, I mean, even to him, it was a dumb concept when he first started it. Yeah, it was just long dollars, bro. But it's like, you can. there's been people who have had, like, do you think, let's say, Troy Aikman, Who's on the, or let's go Chris Collinsworth, who's on the biggest show on television. If he started a podcast, do you think people would listen to his podcast? I mean, think about what Joe Rogan used to talk about. And I'm going to get so much shit for this, but I I, I mean, (laughs) I mean, the dude's powerful. He did what he did. And I think, and I've said this before, I think Tate is an answer to Joe Rogan. They want, they want, Tate is CIA, a son of a CIA guy. And they want him to be, now, Maybe I have blind spots. I don't know. And let me let the let the kicking of my dick go in on the internet. This is just COINTELPRO all over. It's just it's another version of COINTELPRO, but with podcasts and things like that now. I think it one hundred percent could happen. And like I've said that they're gonna send somebody to go to war with Rogan, and I think it's Tate. That's my opinion, and I'll be more than happy to. Has ma- he been targeting Rogan? Has he? I don't watch well, Tate, so I don't. Does he talk shit about Rogan? Well, he tar- he's been targeting uh, Logan Paul. Well, he has said yeah. some things on tape, but most of them was like his message is important. We, we're having a problem with men. Tate, Tate has said uh, has Tate said about Rogan though? Has nothing he yet. Rogan or anything? Okay. Nothing yet. But I just my spider senses are tingling. Well, I mean, he could go at him without saying anything about it. He could just try to take. But his I, I think spot the thing the block, is to create also like you know the the Rogan Bros. Why not take a little some of the Rogan Bros from Rogan? Like. That's it, man. And maybe I have blind spots, and someday you'll be like, you were wrong. Maybe, but based on the man I know and the hanging out be, you know, with him, it's like he's authentic off camera as he is on camera. But enough of that. I want to get into, because I'm sure I'm just adding fuel to the fire <laughs> of everybody wanting to come at me. Cause well, that's your friend. That's your friend, and you're sticking up for him. Hey, Chris, stop. That makes sense and logical. <laughs> Don't you know we live in a world where it's like defending your friends is seen as weakness? Don't you know that? Come on, yeah. Chris. You're his yeah, slave. Come on, I'm his slave, even though I make zero dollars off him. Yeah, I'm his slave. Rogan Shell. Come yeah. on. So I want to get into because uh, I love, dude. This is a great conversation. I know you want to go through something. I, I and I, I want to exchange numbers after because I want whatever talk about you want to do. Yeah, that's cool, man. So let's get into some of these. You know, we're talking about. You know, this is a great lead, you know lead in. You know, he's talking about they're going to go after him. Maybe I don't know. Possibly. Um. If you knew a lot, okay. So, uh, you know, we've seen a lot of be- people taken out. What are your thoughts on that? You know, we just brought up Biggie Smalls. We just brought up Tupac, you know. That starts f- wars between each other, East Coast, West Coast, however you can divide people. You know, uh, we really get into the role of the FBI in the in the Charles Manson murders and how they yes. were outside while it was going on. And that is not the first time we've heard that. 
We've also heard it about the Fort Hood shootings. We've also heard about these school shootings uh, or oh gay my. bar shootings yep. where the, the intelligence agencies knew all about this and didn't do anything. The FBI with Vegas. Yeah. Vegas. There was, that was a terrorist attack, in my opinion, because there was like eight other, maybe not eight, but there was many other casinos that had people on the ground shooting. People well, actually supposedly got killed uh, at other casinos. And that's like worse than like the Warren Commission, like just wiping it away. Like, you know how many thousands of people had to have seen all that stuff? And that's just gone. And that the FBI closes it. Most people don't even remember it now. So let's get into this. Let's get into, once again, they don't want you believing your eyes. Okay? Yeah. They want you to believe somehow a guy hauled all of that up there. Yeah. Went to, exactly. the, to the highest levels using the employee. He used the, he used the bellhop. He, he let the bellhop bring it up. Yeah, the bellhop didn't hear any clink, clink, clinks, clink, clinks, <laughs> clink, clinks. I heard he didn't even tip the guy. He did he, yeah, didn't even tip the guy. <laughs> right? Yeah, it was the Balky from Perfect Strangers there. So somehow this guy had a bazillion guns up there and ammo yeah. because, like, when you're going to go into shooting, you want a bazillion guns. Don't you want a, a ton of ammo, not a bazillion guns? You need maybe what? one gun, two gun. If the gun gets too hot, you pick up another gun. You start going off, right? So, and then somehow this one guy, this old dude, breaks these fucking super strong windows, breaks two windows, and then is running back and forth for no reason in this time and is shooting in a way that the, the shots sound like they're from different places. Once again, yes. they're trying to convince you not to believe your eyes and ears or what X Xavier said, your logic. Right, yeah. Do you think this is like um, JFK times a thousand? I don't think JFK is, I don't think anything, I think the only thing that you say is times a thousand, I still don't even think it's times a thousand, would be 9-11. I don't think anything is times a thousand of JFK. I I think 9-11 is right there on par with it, but JFK was like, just think of the trauma that that did to America, how much, how more innocent we were in some ways than we are now. Like now we're like, I mean, they keep trying to do these high impact events and everyone's like, ah, whatever, you know, keep moving. It's so, so you think if they killed the president now, it wouldn't hit home like it did with JFK? Well, <laughs> no. I think sadly you would have a bunch of people half would celebrate it. <laughs> yeah, politically, damn. I didn't think about that. You know? Holy shit. Yeah, a lot and, would celebrate and, it. I mean, guys, it's so interesting as we like this thing starts out, you know, just play out. Johnny and I had Jeff Hilliard on the show. I talked about it on Rogan. Jeff Hilliard told a story about his psychic uh, escort friend who was uh, one of her clients was, in fact, Hunter Biden and told her during the primaries that his father was going to get in and they were going to throw him under the bus. He'll step down and Camel Toe Harris will step in. What is happening right now in real time? You guys, you guys are celebrating this. Like you won something. They want Joe Biden now. They want Camel Toe in. Why? Limited hangout. They want you to believe she's the first female president of all time. Johnny, weren't you the one telling me that there was a there was another woman who was the wife of a president who got sick and ended up in a coma and she took over it. She's yeah. she's she is actually the first female president. 
But they don't want you to know that because they want camel toe. Are you guys ready for Montel Williams' side chick to be president of the United States? His side yes. bitch. <laughs> You're right, Sam. I can't argue it. They don't want you to believe your eyes. They want you. This is all in the right that, that has a ton of controlled opposition people as well. Uh, that, yeah, look at that. Did I don't you, even show it. Oh, right there. Right there. Look at that. Side, and That's going to be the, that the, be the worst president. part is she's the more unattractive side one, too. Where's that chick? <laughs> right there. She's super hot. But yeah, Montel Williams, side bitch, is going to be the leader of the free world. Do you think it would be in this term or if. Or they would wait for her, him no, to no, win no, the second want, term. They want him out because he can't. He's he had to do all the things that the Democrats are going to get credit for, and they're going to say he did it. And with him out, they're like new slate, new person. Trust us, and they're going to try to and like. But the problem is, is that Camel Toe is no is, one likes her. Is, is polling it so low, but that they yeah. don't care because again. It's about not believing your eyes. I love that you call her. You you call her that now. I can tell you don't even think it's a joke anymore. That's just her name in your head. You're just like, yeah, Camel Toe. Because <laughs> <laughs> I just I was watching him crack up, and I can tell you're not even thinking about it. Oh like yeah, a joke no. he says it on stage. Well, like it's nothing now. Well, I call I call Biden uh, Bernie. Like weekend at Bernie's, like the formaldehyde starting to wear off. You know, something's going on with him, and it's very yeah. interesting. But, I mean, this is all about them them making you feel like you have no say. So much of these stories that are being put out is just there to make you feel like you have no power. Yeah. Right? All these robots at that Boston dynamic, right? They're gonna, it's inevitable. Oh, we already have boots on in Ukraine. You might as well let us go over there. Manifest for us to go over there. You have no say. And it's like, no, dude, you have all the say. You have all the power. People are waking up to it all the time. And what's going to happen, though, is the counter counter pro. What's it called? Counter pro. Counter pro. Or? Con, yeah. That they're going to try to steer you again away. So now yeah. you have all these crazies on the right driving everybody back to the left. That's what they do all the time. You need to cut out all the crazies. You need to go with common sense. That's what it is. That's yeah. where the good shit. They don't want you to believe in common sense. They want just you look to look at Mo just Operation Mockingbird for anyone listening and watching. Just look up Operation Mockingbird. That was a CIA steering public opinion with uh, members that they had implanted in the media. Do for me whatever agenda. Johnny, do me a favor or, 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 or Xavier, bring up Operation Northwood. I want you guys to do this. Read Operation Northwood. And I just did. A, I just did a special uh, one of those dig, digging Chris Graves things that I think got me shadow banned because the whole episode was me and Jason Barker, uh, a, a, a guy that's on Nights of the Storm podcast. Oh, we had the whole document and we went through Northwoods with a fine tooth comb. I want to read this to you. Nine eleven almost and some of these spree no, shootings. No, 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 hold like, on, but, listen to this. Okay, Operation Northwood was a proposed false flag operation against. American citizen that originated within the Department of Defense and United States government in 1962. The proposal called for CIA operatives to both stage and commit acts of 
violent terrorism against the American military, civil targets, blaming the Cubans, and using the justify war against Cubans. The, possible, the possibilities detailed in the documents included remote control civil, civil aircraft, which would be secretly repainted as U.S. Air Force planes, the possible assassination of Cuban... Cuban immigrants sinking a boat to Cuban refugees on the high seas, blowing up a U.S. ship, orchestrating terrorism in the U.S. So what, and this is, go, keep going down, keep going down, keep going down. What the real story was, and correct me if I'm wrong, Chris, is that they were going to, they decided, the, the final idea that they got was that there was going to be a festival in Cuba, a music festival, and they were going to, they were going to do this big promotion of these college kids going there. Hey, we're going to send our, our brightest and most talented uh, musicians to this Cuba Fest. Big press, big, big shots, everything. Put them in the air, land the plane, put another plane up, blow up the plane. And yes. then blame and they it were on gonna have They were going to have fake college students or CIA agents acting as these college students yes. on yeah. board when they took off. Yeah. They were going to land that plane secretly. And they were going to have the drone aircraft blow up, and they were going to say that Cuba shot it down. Now, and tell me this, Chris. I just want to remind people that Flight 11 at a Logan airport on 9-11, to this day, they say that that plane alone, and I'm not talking about 175, that also left from Logan and hit the South Tower. I'm not talking about that one. But Flight 11 alone, they say, took off from gate 26 and 32, and they have not explained why to this day they don't pick one as the actual one so was that a northwoods type tactic i don't know okay but, pin but, that because that's interesting to me i want to follow up on that i just want to end this point i'm trying to make yeah so, so they're gonna you big hey everybody look at us this is great gonna put you on a plane send you off and then all of a sudden it blows up Please tell me how that doesn't sound exact, exactly like the fucking challenge. What do they do with explosion. those people? What do they do with those people? Oh. They don't put them up. I mean, you're saying that they put another one up, but what are those? What no, happens I'm to saying those this one they blew up. Oh, actually. So, like, that one did have people on it? They, the, they, they, the they, they, they had versions they for did. both. Yeah. They did have people on that. Kind of like 9 11, like your theory on 9 11, how there's no one on the plane? Uh, we'll get into that, but see, I don't think there's any reason for them not to put people on the plane because they those lives are meaningless to the people. Yeah, unless you're about. part of the CIA, unless your assets. Yeah. yeah, your assets. You're part of the game, and when there's, you know, that to me is like why when he talks about putting CIA students who are acting like students on plane landing it, then why are they landing it? Why in their own documents are they landing the plane? Why don't they just blow the plane up? Yeah. There's something about they don't kill their own. I don't know what that is, but they tend not to kill their own. I don't know why. Because maybe yeah. they don't want to get killed. For some reason, some reason, they don't do that. That that story of Operation Northwood is the exact same story of the Challenger. Hey, there's a teacher on the plane. Oh, my God. Everybody. Let's interview everybody all the time. Oh, oh Sam, they oh. planned on killing John John Glenn, the astronaut, too. That was a part of the Northwoods project, too. That was a proposed. And they were going to blame it on Cuba. Really? Yep. Oh, yeah. How were they going to kill him? Well, they were going to somehow something was going to explode in space with John Glenn, the astronaut. And they were going to use that. 
as uh, another version of uh, provoking getting into war with Cuba as well. That came out in 97, even before we found out about the whole Northwoods thing, which was because of J- the movie JFK that Oliver Stone made, made it so that Congress had to, to reopen, you know, uh, well, not even reopen, just the A the ARRB, the, the Records Review Board, uh, is the reason why we got Project Northwoods at all. It's because of Oliver Stone's movie JFK, you know, getting public interest and mm-hmm. pressuring Congress. So let's go back to JFK, this. by the way, he nixed Northwoods and he got a bullet <laughs> in the head very shortly after that. Uh, hey, you got you think that the driver had anything to do with it? No, uh, <laughs> I do. Yeah, the, yeah? I think Bill he- Cooper, Bill Cooper said that he was wrong and that the footage that he had been analyzing. And he was kind of putting out that that theory for a long time. He thinks that it was doctored to make someone like himself look like an idiot. Oh, interesting. He he admitted he was wrong, but a lot of people don't even know that he did on the hour of the time radio show that he had. Same with the alien agenda, too. He he was all about the alien agenda. And then he came out and admitted that he thought that that was a man-made thing, too. Interesting. Interesting. I think they were all assassins. Yeah, I, I yeah. mean, I, I think they did it just uh, pretty similarly to how it's described in the JFK film. They have multiple assassins, you know. Uh, yeah, and they just like they would if yeah. it was a professional hit, you know, that they were doing. Uh, well, the, you know, the military. It's, it's super interesting because I was talking to my friends about this. Like, you don't think, no, dude, that's not doctrine. Maybe it is, but that looks real oh, fucking. What are you looking at, Zapruder? Yeah. Well, William Greer has a pistol in his hand, but then they. I don't know if you look at uh, Roy Kellerman in the passenger seat, it just looks like he has a lot of, a lot of uh, moose in his hair. Yeah, I think that's right. his that's head. just me. It's it's the guy's head. It's his shiny hair, yeah. dude. It's interesting. I, I but it was grainy back in the '90s, so I mean, it would be easy to make that connection with an even grainier version. Yeah, we need to get Peter Jackson on this. Uh, clean hey. this thing up. <laughs> so let's get into your <laughs> your yeah, theory yeah. that you just talked about on 9/11. Go through that again. Well, to this day. They claim that Flight 11 at a Logan Airport in Boston took off from gates from Gate 26 and 32, and they actually have a little memorial plaques at both. The last time I checked, and that was a couple of years ago, so that might be different now. But if you look it up, the reporting is either 32 or 26 when you look at old articles and you go on the Wayback Machine even. So that, that was a thing, and it just made me think that when those transponders went off for 175 and Flight 11, it was right around the time they said that they almost collided with each other in, in midair. And it was right above an Air Force uh, uh, installation in upstate New York. And it was close to that power plant, too. That they, they kept asking, like, why didn't they just uh, dive, bar, you know, dive the plane into the power plant? Because then... They would have had a, a nuclear, you know, radiation meltdown or whatever, and would have destroyed a lot more lives and things like that. And that was a valid question, but the transponders went off right around the area that they most likely could have landed both the uh, planes that took off from Logan and put up the drones, kind of like the Northwoods document, where they would replace them. And a lot of people say that Flight One Seventy Five. When they saw it, it looked like a big gray plane. I no agree with this. I think they good. landed them. Yeah, that's what a lot of people think. I think so. they landed them, and then they put more up, and like that—that's how you explain how that aviation feat was done. It was done manually. 
by basically a drone. Yeah. What do you mean? And there were, gun, there were guns on these planes, too, by uh, the way. Dave McGowan pointed that out. Yeah, because pl- pilots say that that's a tough thing to, to, to do, like, in general. So what, to fly into a building? They've been doing that a lot? Like at that speed, <laughs> at that, all that yeah. time, and then hit it especially like what, Especially the Pentagon one? Yeah. Like how it landed oh, like that? That's another that's one that's for sure thing. it's a drone well, because one. Because yeah. that was a uh, missile. Yeah. It's so obvious that's a missile. It's ridiculous. Well, there's no different. I mean, really, a missile and a, and a drone, there's not much difference in that. Yeah, I mean. that's true. But it's obvious. Isn't it curious that they have the cartoon cut out of an airplane on uh, the outside of both buildings? What? These Where? planes were aluminum. They're, they're penetrating steel, but they're going to look like Wiley Coyote. Yeah, yeah, I get what you're saying. Yeah, yeah. That's so funny. Yeah. And there was actually an, there was a whole project with art students called the B thing, I think. Or gelatin or whatever. Oh, snap. Someone's getting into dangerous places. Yeah, they were right in taking up space right before 9 11. What's that? Bird strikes? What are you looking at? The bird strikes. Yeah, that's if it gets hit by a bird. It's curious that the nose cone (laughs) went out the other side, too. And that's what a bird does to it. Yeah, look. There's the bird stuck in there. (laughs) That's the thing that pilots are most scared of is bird strike. Oh, well, that was the whole thing in Top Gun. These ones penetrated steel, though. These uh, aluminum no. planes and the nose cones went out the other side, even. Yeah, I mean, so nobody I wants to talk about, you know, it's so hilarious when you watch. I'm not these. saying hologram either, Sam. I'm no. just saying. Well, it, I mean, some weird. people it's think funky. that. I don't. I think it's drones, and it's possible it could be holograms. I, I 100%, and you even have Richard Grove uh, going on places and alluding to it that, you know, the company that ran the the company that installed the elevators into the building was they not the first the ones company. Out too. They left. Was not the company that was working on the elevators. So it was a different company. See, See I think elevator, the, wasn't it? Yeah. I think the most likely thing is that it was a plane just like any other plane. People got aboard it, and then they used this this. Uh, drone technology, the autopilot technology, you know, the remote piloting technology to just take control of the plane from whoever was piloting it and, and then just flew it right into the building. I mean, and all those people died. Possible. I think they all died. I just, when I look at Operation Northwood, they, they land the plane and put a Yeah, you don't think plane. they've evolved that plan, though, since the 60s? I, mean. I don't think, that, Johnny, I know that make, that sounds logical to you. I don't think these people are creative. No, I, I just really yeah. don't. Like, I don't think they can think like the phone calls. Instantly, you know you can't make a phone call on a plane. At that and people time, were calling people were like, in. oh, yeah, blah, blah, blah. Like, no, you can't. They made, a point, they made a point of it to announce that in the, a few years later, they'll have the ability to make those phone calls. They announced that after the 9-11 yeah. stories dude, came so, out. So you're telling me, have you ever watched black chicks fight on a plane? They fight for no reason. Are you telling me a bunch of adults are just going to sit there and let box cutter people take over a plan. I'm sorry, yeah. dude. Yeah. It just they, they don't want you to believe you, your logic and your emotional experiences in this life that a bunch of dudes. So I was watching this video the other day, right? And this crazy guy, this crazy tweaked out, cracked out Mexican is throwing rocks at passing cars and hitting this this side of this bus over and over again. For some reason, the guy opens up the door and the, the crackhead walks in and then he instantly gets thrown out. 
Everyone comes out of the bus and just continues to beat the shit out of this dude. <laughs> Are you telling me an entire plane is going to sit there and allow guys with box cutters to run shit? I mean, are you fucking for real? Yeah. Where's the logic? It doesn't exist. It's not real. At some point, you realize your life is on the line, and it's better to get stabbed and just help people get this guy than to sit there and let a plane get flown oh, and, in. And call. And make a phone oh call. My God, Hi, I'm, I'm, I'm going like, to yeah. put down the phone. We're going to well, go kill I, I mean, him. The only, the only, just to play devil's advocate, the only thing I can think is that up to that point, hadn't a lot of hijackings been for like money and things like You know what I mean? So maybe people thought, okay, you know, we're just gonna get through this. And we're gonna return to the airport until you got thing. the Israelis yeah. who get killed and like. Yeah. Dude. But, uh, no, now, now I, I think Bro. you're a hundred percent right. Like if they try to do that now, every there'd be these jujitsu dudes. There's somebody who knows jujitsu on every <laughs> yeah. plane now. At some point, you realize this isn't gonna end well. And I think that's why they threw in the plane that went down in Pennsylvania for people who think like you just to have throw them a bone, you know what I mean? I I, I, I disagree. I think that <laughs> But the let's roll the wait, let's wait. roll thing, Sam. I that's think what I'm saying. That story is just to play The let's roll like thing was put out there by uh Larry Ellison, one of the richest people on the planet. The Todd Beamer and Lisa Beamer, they worked for Oracle, which apparently was a CIA front company. And Larry oh, really? Ellison, Oracle was? Look where yes, they put their money. Yes. Look where Ellison's Dave McGowan money. wrote about that. And it was a part of also the proposal with Bush to get everyone to have national uh, ID cards that kind of got poo-pooed after the fact. But that was that was in the works as well. And Oracle and Larry Ellison was the one that was talking about it before even Lisa Beamer knew. Like his widow, uh, Todd Beamer's widow knew about the Let's Roll story. So that's always been questionable, too. That's so interesting, bro. Let's get into yeah. some other stuff. You know, obviously, obviously, um, you know, Columbine, all these shooting. We have Behold the Pale Horse. That, that Columbine. Book, that's, Sam, have you ever really looked into Columbine? I, I have, but I would like to do a deep dive with you. Obviously, you know, we start I know getting, someone that saw the uh, there was an adult shooter that looked like he was in the military. He had spiky hair and he was with Klebold at one point. And their name is Jen Small. I actually, the first episode of my podcast, Get Mad with Chris Graves, was with, with Jen. And she actually talked about how this guy, it almost seemed like he was a handler of some sort. It looked like he was uh, a cop without his... Um, I you mean, know, where have we seen on. this? Where have we seen this story? Paradise. And like this is this is where we get into this nonlinear warfare, right? So they have yeah. a, and this is I tried to have a conversation with Joe and he didn't want to hear this, and that's fine. But it's like yeah. that that teacher doesn't get on ABC saying a cop in military fatigue was shooting at everybody unless ABC wanted that out to cause a f another divide and conquer. People like, right. oh, look at what she said. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and then the other side, like, how oh, is that? I mean, die. And now we're divided again. So you There's hear always two or three shooters at first, too. And then besides Columbine, it usually gets down to the one lone nut, Patsy type. Because if you got the Sikh temple shooting in Wisconsin, people said there were four guys in military uh, fatigues that actually shot No, well, that's shooting out here, too. What was the name yeah, of the shooter? San Bernardino. San Bernardino. You watch live, it, right? Yeah. Yeah. It's in real time. Yeah. So tell it was three. Tell and it wasn't what, the woman either. The, yeah. the wife either. 
Tell us about what yeah. you know about Columbine. What else do you know? The basic cover-ups, well, the spree shootings, and all that stuff. And well, if you want to go to 9-11. Yes, Sue Klebold, uh, you know, like Dylan Klebold, one of the uh, alleged two uh, misfit shooters, she actually questioned whether or not um, Wayne Harris, Eric Harris, the other, you know, the other uh, official shooter uh, with her son, she actually questioned in a magazine in Britain, um, I forget exactly which one, but she questioned whether or not you know, Wayne Harris who is in uh, special, uh, you know, special projects in the Navy and everything. Uh, Wayne Harris was into some weird stuff, too, like in the military. She questioned whether or not um, Eric and Wayne had some kind of influence on Dylan. And I know it's a grieving mother that might not want to, you know, go into, you know, might not want to accept that her son could have been a killer. You know, that's always possible. But she did bring up the fact that, Wayne Harris had brainwashing manuals in their house, so she pointed that out. Um, also, there was a weird, bizarre military presence at Columbine. I don't know if you had ever heard this, Sam, but I saw pictures from this footage, but there were a lot of people that claimed to have seen helicopter footage on the day of a NATO truck parked right out in front of Columbine, right in the beginning of the, the massacre. Big blue van at NATO, and it had the uh, the shield with the star and everything. Why I would they do it. that though? Like, why would they? You know, why would they come in a marked vehicle? Well, you that's know? the thing. I can't. I can't understand that to this day. But at the same time, Clinton uh, had ordered the thing with Kosovo that same week, around that time. Oh. And if you look at Gladio Operation Gladio, the sixties, uh, right after World War Two, that was uh, basically to have fake terrorist attacks and blame, you know, the communists. Um, NATO is all involved in that. And some people think that Columbine and, and elements of 9-11 and Virginia Tech and all that was a possible Gladio part like part two or a plan B type thing for, for America. Because um, NATO is not supposed to be operational within the United States, kind of like the CIA, actually. Um, but the idea that there was a no, Possible. I've seen footage, and it could have been fake. I've seen the uh, stills from the footage, and that website has long disappeared too. But why would there be a NATO truck right out front? Because there were, it was just a regular school shooting. We were told, but why was that one like so special that it had? It became like the nine eleven of all these school shootings. They were shooting before then and way after. But Columbine is always mentioned as like the be all end all of, of school shootings sandy hooks for some reason is is this that, they replaced top. it but that has the twilight zone element too where you got la people laughing and there's like i have my own theories on that where i think some of this footage was left was put out on the air i think kids died there i think it's a different type of false flag oh you don't, don't think, think anyone died in columbine no, Columbine, I think, was like uh, an old, for lack of a better term, an old school classic uh, false flag. But I think with Sandy Hook. Oh, what does that mean? Like, I think people did die because you didn't have uh, parents sitting there giving press conferences, you know, hours later about their, their dead children. Like you had at Sandy Hook. People gave press conferences less than 24 hours later. And then you got other people, coroners, like laughing on the footage. You got parents laughing on the footage. You didn't have anyone laughing at Columbine. Like any, fam no families wanted any cameras near their faces 
during that. That's what I mean by an old school false flag. What I'm saying now, we have like this weird twilight zone element added to these events where now it's like a Pizzagate Sandy Hook thing where it becomes a lightning rod where you're not allowed to even ask anything about it or you're like, you're a hoaxer now. Not even a truther anymore. Now you're just saying everything's a hoax. How deep have you gone into it? I think it was... no, but my question is, how much research have you done in the Sandy Hook? Sandy Hook? Quite a bit. Okay, my question is, bit. have you ever heard the theory that everybody's house mortgage? Yeah, on that- the Christmas Day, they were all given free houses. Is that I true? I can't find that, those documents anymore, but they were online at one point. Yeah. So, based on what you used to see, do you think that was true? I'm not, I, don't, I, I don't know what to make of that, because... No, I've, I've talked to people that have worked in real estate and they say it doesn't work like that. Like you can't do that on Christmas day. Can you pay it off takes a long mortgage? time to clear and everything? It, yeah. Well, I, I mean, I, you, you can't do it, but you know, certain people no, I'm I sure could do it. Yeah. <laughs> but they had that guy, Wolfgang, how big and everything. Yeah. I don't know. He got, he got taken. He'd been through the ringer and everything. I was able to get his, one of his ex lawyers, this lady, I can't remember her name, but I got it for Donald Jeffrey's I protest show. And she admitted on the air that they were able to prove that that sign in the sign they had behind Gene Rosen, the guy who changed the story like four times about bringing, letting the little kids into his house and all that. Remember that? He like changed the story four times in like two hours on different interviews. But behind him, there was a famous thing that said, please sign in. And it looked like it was like for a drill or whatever. Do you remember that, Sam? Yes. Well, the lawyer came out and said that she found out that was, in fact, she had the documentation for during the depositions that that was a Department of Homeland Security sign. So, and how the hell did they get it there that fast? Like, and for I mean, what you purpose? Oli Demigod, he breaks this all down. Like, yeah. It's all the same game plan. Flood the driveway, access to it, so emergency people can't get up there. And then, you know, it's like a lot. They don't call the helicopter. Yep. Yep. Yeah, it's like it's like super interesting. And like like if you go through, hey man, we're gonna have this guy come talk about this, and you listed all of Wolfgang's credentials, you'd be like, Okay, this guy's knowledgeable, and then he would tell you that and you'd let go you'd lose it. And I completely understand people being upset. And I, I'm not sitting here saying anything about that because children. Are you talking about the laughing thing? I'm just like saying you, about, about. Everyone has different. I understand. Everyone has a different way of dealing with that. I'm just saying being in a, in a suit and tie and holding a press conference, that's just not normal behavior. Not that these things are normal in general, but nothing like with Columbine. You didn't have people giving press conferences, forgiving the, the shooter even for killing their kid. I'm not saying, I'm just saying, it's just, I think a lot of this weird footage, and there's a lot of it, people walking in circles outside the firehouse over and over again. The, the famous shot of like 15 kids and not the 600 children that were supposedly there. Like that photo, there was another photo that was from even behind that where it you saw them like rearranging the kids in the lineup. It's just weird. And like the, the, the principal, uh, Don Hawks from, gives an interview saying that she saw like the shooter coming in yet. She was the first one killed. So how is she giving interviews after she died? You know, and, and the nurse saying that Adam Lanza's uh, mother was the best kindergarten teacher she ever worked with at the school. Then you find out 
she never worked. She was never a kindergarten teacher at the school. Yeah. So like, Again. I think th these things were put out on purpose to lure researchers in and like an entrapment thing. I, but I do think people got killed there. So I'm not one of the hoaxers either. So I'm not it's, either. It's, and it's a mess. I, I think Boston bombing was right after that. And Dave McGowan, I think pointing out the, in the weird oddities in that footage, I think that's what got Dave killed to be honest. And I'm not alone in that. So there's a lot of people. And that's, I, I think that's why you're seeing less and less of those done now because they've yeah. noticed they have no, no effect. Like you've had some crazy shits going on and nothing's happening. Like no, right. like the, the, the news cycle is so busy that people just keep moving on, keep moving on, keep moving so on. Would you say that the news puts David Hogg on their on purpose for us, 100%. for us to piss us off. He went to CNN. Oh, like was another one. Yeah, CNN school. Stuff. Now the weirdest thing is the girl that disappeared. <laughs> no, the weirdest thing is how them. David Hogg and Adam Lanzett looks very similar. Yeah, oh, I've heard that too. I don't. I mean, yeah, there's about, something there. Hey man, wait, we're just talking, Johnny. I don't think they look alike to me, honestly. But wait, so you think what? It's a clone? Is that what you're thinking? No, I think that one is one. One the pot no not don't look up clone, uh one is possibly <laughs> the same person at different points in their timeline. That's what they said about the Sandy Hook kids, well, but I don't know if I buy into that. But in it's time. possible. The David, you Wait, do David what do you Hall, mean by that? Adam Lanza. Can you explain that? Who me? No, no. What do you mean the same person? At oh different well, points some in their like timeline? some of the pictures of the the little kids that died. Yeah, some of those pictures look like they were from an older period, like the nineties or something. If you look yeah, at the way the thing, the thing about there. this picture you're looking at here is that's how Adam Lanza looked all the time. That's David Hogg with his eyes like wide open. Yeah, I'm not no. saying it. I'm saying it's we're having awesome, a conversation, man. Johnny. I'm just well, saying never, that I, Adam I, Lanza didn't even exist. No, that's, yeah, that's a possibility. That's more likely than this, I think. I mean, uh, anything yeah. is possible. But I don't. Can you explain what you mean by the same person at different points? And I don't quite understand that. I'm saying I'm on a timeline, right? My mm -hmm. life is a timeline. My six-year-old me and my 32-year-old me and my 50-year-old me are the same person on a different point of the timeline. Do you understand what I'm saying? I do, I do, okay, yeah. let me say it in a different Wait, way. These could be the same guy at different at, ages. At the Super Bowl. They think that those kids were the actual kids in the, some of the pictures of the people. But how that, did the they achieve died. this? Is, is my question to you. They pulled just an you. older photograph, and it would, yeah. I'm not saying I believe this. But yeah, I'm, saying, I'm not saying no, no, I I'm believe sorry, it I'm either. Talking I'm talking about the interest. They're saying like an older picture. Like let's say I was the suspect, right? Older picture of me. They were. They could be like, oh, that was that was one of the victims. You know what I mean? Like it, but it's not from the same time period. Right, but I'm, I'm asking about the hog uh, lands. I think oh, we have thing? like video yeah, of them. It's like a deep fake thing there, to me. Well, it looks like I don't oh, know. it's a deep. Yeah, are I think. You it's, asking what? He thinks it's a deep fake thing. I think. Okay, don't be we're having conversations. Well, some people actually pointed out that Ryan Lanza, the older brother who was actually actually named as the killer at Sandy Hook first, that older pictures from when he was younger. Could have been what they're using for Adam Lanza's picture, and that maybe Adam didn't even exist. Wait, I like this. I'm not saying I don't know that. So somebody somebody that. says that he's Rachel Maddow, actually. Now that now that well, yeah, that's, I <laughs> believe that more than anything. That, that's the, that's yeah, mine. I, yeah, bottom right there. I believe that more than anything. That's mine. Yeah. Well, David Hogg's father 
uh, was an FBI uh, consultant, started a business in which he sold, even though there was no, it was involved in weapons. And it was like just a super interesting thing because he didn't actually produce anything. And he sold his business for like millions and millions and millions. So now you have David oh, Hall going around being like, oh my God, guns are bad. You're like, well, you didn't mind it when your dad was making all the money. So now you get David Hogg and he gets into Harvard when UCLA wouldn't even accept him. So they're obviously grooming him right now to make you a run. remember the LIDOR, the LIDOR scandal? They said that, that Lanz's father and uh, James Holmes father james holmes from the batman aurora shooting they said they were part of they were supposed to testify in the lidor or libor scandal at the time do you remember that yeah i wouldn't doubt it i wouldn't doubt it bro i mean again people think i'm crazy video games and pharmaceuticals ssris yeah yeah i i just think that they definitely 100 percent could could cause you to do something. Again, we're having conversations here. People can get really angry at me, and that's fine. I don't care. You know, I, I you know, I, I, I'm just sick of being told you can't ask questions. Yeah, that's and all I really I feel. I know you met Alex Jones and everything. I have my own thoughts on Alex Jones, and he's entertaining as hell. I'll, I'll admit that. But the way that his non-reaction during those those lawsuits uh, recently, like he could have had those thrown out in a second. You know why? I'm not a lawyer, but. The, the second trial, apparently it was because that Neil Neil Breslin, the father, went on Megyn Kelly's show and said that he was holding his dead child, his dead son in his arms with a bullet hole in his head. you remember that quote? I don't. Well, Wayne, Wayne Carver, the coroner at Sandy Hook, less than 24 hours had the press conference where he's sitting there giggling and acting all weird, all the stuff I was just mentioning before. And he admitted when he was asked that none of the parents were in contact with their, their children, their dead children at all. And they had to be, you know, identified through Polaroids. So who the hell, so who's lying here? And that was kind of the basis. They said Owen Troyer um, had asked that question, and that was the basis for the whole def- that defamation lawsuit, at least. Are you saying that you that know, was an opportunity? They had an opportunity to really kind of dive a little deeper. To throw it this. out. Yeah. Or, uh, I'm not a lawyer, but if you're, you're showing that, Owen Schroyer is asking a question. Well, is it one or the other? Is the coroner full of crap? Or is the father who's talking to Megyn Kelly, is he full of it? Because apparently he couldn't have been holding his dead son in his arms with a bull hole if what the official coroner, Wayne Carver, said was true, that none of the parents had any contact with their dead children and Polaroids had to be used. So which one is it? Because if the old Alex Jones would have been like, hey, I, I would, you know, I motion to dismiss or whatever. Well, you know Alex I mean? Jones, who is a very... I know you're time. close with him, so I, I'm not <laughs> no, 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 no. But his family is all intelligence. Oh, he always says that. That he's CIA members in the family. And, you know, you know? Bill, and Cooper Bill Cooper was tried to warn about that, too. Yeah, I mean, it's super interesting, dude. Super interesting. Yeah. Yeah. That does that trial now. Looking back on it, does feel like a missed opportunity well, to kind I of mean, put the whole thing on trial. I know? think it was to get people afraid of being able to ask questions of of things that don't make sense and they're illogical. Is. All and of January sixth was set up so that you can't even protest anymore. I mean, look like, at another January sixth. Look what done to Alex Jones. Look what was done yeah. to uh, Kanye West. They, they're yep. telling you, don't question these things. Don't question those things. Don't do any of that. That's what this yeah. is all about. You know, and I think people are starting to wake up to it. I think people are starting to really understand that, they, like, dude, this is all 
a war on your mind and on your yeah. spirit. And it's just like, and I think they're losing. And like, you know, the whole question is, are strong men not standing up? Is right. that where we're at right now? We as strong men, should, what should we do? I don't have the answer. I mean... I don't think anyone does, Sam. In America, standing up to who? I mean, what? I don't. What, what would standing up look like? I guess I, that's my question. What would standing up look? How do we push wouldn't, back? Wouldn't some people say January sixth was standing up? I don't yeah. think January. And now 6th they cut. Standing. They cut everyone at the knees. And that was done on purpose too, because yeah. they know what's coming. And right. you know, if we follow the spars, pandemic simulation, yeah. things are about to get way worse with deaths. Okay. Things are about to get yeah. way worse, and people are going to get pissed because loved ones will be lost, and the government will panic, and they're going to bribe us. They're going to try to buy all of us off, all of us who lost people. They're going to bribe us. Oh, my God, yeah. here's all this money. Here's all this fake, fake, fake fiat money. The, 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 the pharmaceutical companies are going to claim we can't sue them based on uh, prior agreements. But in that agreement, if we really cared, we'd say you lied about your data and therefore you don't get the protections anymore. They changed the, the definition of a vaccine, Sam. So that could be the loophole because a uh, vaccine is not supposed to only work for a certain amount. It's not supposed to lessen the effects of the disease. And it also is not supposed to rearrange DNA. And I lost... Uh, someone that close to me that's still actually still alive but they're not the same person anymore so i don't know i i hope that that's the loophole that that 1986 act that shielded all the companies i'm hoping the fact that they literally had they can't it's not a vaccine they literally had to change the definition of a vaccine during all this <sighs> yeah we're getting weird time brother weird time i hope you're not right about that I really, I, 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 that's my greatest hope that that's not going to come to pass. That simulation thing? No, the, yeah, yeah, this this bar thing. I mean, I hope that's not. I mean, what's so on far that. it's all been accurate. I know, I know. I just, yeah. I, my, it's my. It's, I mean, like, so, that, so then, what, what do you mean? What do you think in a year, in six months? I mean, I, I think, uh, I think what they're going to do is going to throw all this, everything going on on Joe Biden, and they're going to throw his dead carcass on the side of the road. And they're going to say it wasn't what, what, us. What do you mean? The, the deaths? They're going to blame everything on them. The Ukraine shit. The COVID shit. The, the corruption shit. Everything's going to be blamed on Joe Biden. And his hand is in a lot of it. They're going to blame all that and try to get a new slate with Camel Toe. That's so like they were going to blame Fauci in the uh, simulation. They're, now, they're, no, no, the Fauci's going to take it too. Fauci, right. Biden, and possibly... Yeah. Donald Trump will be another right. person they'll throw under the bus. They'll discard all those guys as just roadkill, and a new 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 monsters will show up. But I, yeah, Sam, I, did you did you actually buy, believe a little bit of the Q thing with the John F. Kennedy Jr. thing? Because no, I, I never believed his, that. Okay, cool. All right, I yeah, never believed I that. To John Jr.'s death, and there was a lot there too. So, but I never wait, believed wait, what that he's going to show up. There. Well, the uh, the theory was that uh, John Jr. Uh, faked his death, yeah. and that him and Trump were working behind the scenes, and he was actually Q, and right. everything. When I what, actually looked into, I looked into John Jr.'s death, and he was blown out of the sky, like he didn't crash what? the plane. Didn't he? Yeah, 
Okay, you can't just so he's say not that. Lie. He's not Q. I never bought into that either. I thought that was an op from the beginning, too. Much like Trump. He has a puppet, you know? Yeah, Go on. Right. Well, it was supposed We're to be him. Thing. Wasn't it supposed to be him that was always behind Trump at the rallies? Yeah, that guy there, they said. I mean, uh, John JFK Jr. Jr. is one of the best looking guys ever in politics. And, <laughs> yeah. and look at this yeah. guy right here. They're saying it's JFK Jr. Get real. Yeah, but he's old. Yeah. Well, it, was only, it would only be 20 years because that was yeah. July of 99 when, well, listen, when he was listen, taken out. That'd be like almost 25 years, but 24 years, yeah. So tell me your thoughts on JFK. Break that down. please. John Jr., apparently he's a, the closest people around him said that he was getting ready to run for office, whether it was for the New York Senate seats that Hillary eventually took or some people also think there's like two camps. There's, there's the other camp is that George Poppy Bush and George W took out John Jr.'s plane because apparently uh, they were seen near the hangar in New Jersey where John Jr.'s plane was being stored, and there were three witnesses that saw an explosion in the sky in Martha's Vineyard right around the time that they said. John's plane spiraled out of control because he didn't know what the hell he was doing or whatever. But there were three witnesses that myself and Donald Jeffries and other researchers in the past have we've tried to find these these witnesses, including a Martha's Vineyard Gazette reporter that talked to a, a Channel Five reporter, Steve Sprazia, about how he saw the explosion in the sky, and he hasn't been seen ever since. And there was a wedding guest that was supposed to be a Rory Kennedy's wedding. That was the whole reason why John was flying there that, that weekend. Uh, they saw an explosion in the sky, too. And there was a, a guy that probably saw it, but and he was a lawyer, so he, he was kind of smart. He just said he heard it. A guy named uh, Victor Prebanic, I think. He said he heard an explosion around that area at the time that John's plane went down. And Bill Cooper was able to save a lot of that, that news footage from Channel 5 because they actually cut out six hours of their archive in New Hampshire that had any reference to the explosion in the sky and the radio report, the report that Susan Warnick and Todd Bergen uh, of the Coast Guard said on air that John Jr. radioed the tower at Martha's Vineyard Airport and said he was awaiting landing instructions. And that story got wiped away and it got replaced with John. He, only, he was so inexperienced or he was a daredevil and that the weather was terrible that night. It was a huge haze. And originally that was not the case at all. You see the, the older footage. So Damn. I believe he was taken out myself as well. So, Damn. yeah, I, I think also if he had ran for president as an independent, like a lot of people think he was about to announce he would have beat George W. and he would have beat Al Gore, no problem. And it would have been a little harder to pull off something like a 9-11. Damn. Oh, dude, 9-11 was, they they stole the election to get Dick Cheney into the White House. He'd that be was 62 Dick now. Cheney, that's right. Yeah, Dick Jeff Cheney. Virginia. That's right. 62. Crazy. Disgusting. Time. So, yeah, they took him out and now, we've been worse for it. So I've always said this and now I ended on this, that Q was most likely intelligence. But Q did yep. a lot of damage, in my humble opinion. And maybe div dividing us more, maybe that's it. But all this stuff coming out right now, everybody who filed Q knows all about all of it. And yeah. so I personally think they miscalculated how people react to stuff. And they don't realize yeah. that the, the conservatives are the right, in my humble opinion. 
they don't they don't go down and burn shit. You know, right. they go down and what they do is they pull their energy, their money, and their time out of everything and their attention, and they they yeah. they circle the wagons. And it's only until shit gets really crazy on their doorstep, then they show up with guns. And that's what happened right. in, well, it's Asians, but the Rodney King trial, I mean riots, and that's what happened in Kenoga with um, Kenosha with uh, Kyle Rittenhouse. Like, yep. protecting two Indians you use car thing. Use- it happened in Beverly Hills, or where was it? Where was those two white people that were standing outside with their yeah, guns? Yeah, that was in, I think, Kentucky, I thought. But, yeah, that's what happens. That's the way it goes. All right. So, hey, man, this was great, dude. This was great. Uh, you guys are awesome. Chris, Thank you. Great, po- great podcast. We covered all of it. All of it. <laughs> um, Can you once again tell them where they can find you? Any social media, Wait. websites, and your podcast? Well, if I'm, not, if I'm not still shadow banned because of my uh, Operation Northwoods episode of Digging Chris Graves, which live streams to Twitter and then later on goes on to BitChute and... Uh, Odyssey and Rumble. Um, I'm at, uh, at uh, C Graves Mass Guy G U I, and uh, I also every Thursday at 10 a.m. I'm on a live stream for the New Prisoners podcast, and I get mad on the Ocelli Network. Get mad with Chris Graves is uh, it's going to be from now on Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at uh, 6 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. You guys are fantastic, and uh, thank you for having me. You're a hustler, baby. I just want you to know. You did great, Chris. Thank you guys so much. Uh, Chris, thanks again. This is great. Again, if you want to see me live, going to be in um, going to be in Phoenix, Arizona this week. Next week, uh, next week with my boy, uh, my good friend uh, XG and and Eddie Bravo. We'll have Harvells. Long Beach, and then Bakersfield on Saturday. We're going to let Chris go. Then I want to tell you some of the stuff we're working on. Chris, thanks for coming on. We really do appreciate it. Uh, Give me an email. Uh, I'll get your email, and I'll email you. We'll exchange some information. I want to talk to you a little more. So thanks for coming on, buddy. thanks. We appreciate you. Never change, Sam. I'm going to try. I don't know. I seem to be pissing everybody (laughs) off. But, uh, um, yeah, yeah, I even have friends coming after me now, so it's kind of crazy. Thank you, buddy. Good Good talking to you. you. Take care, Chris. It's a pleasure. Bye-bye. Bye. So guys, if you go to samtribly.com, again, you'll get all the uh, all the great uh, stuff going on. Go down. I want to talk about everything on the website. Uh, a lot of premium content for you. Love for you guys to check it out. Rockfin, they raise their rates. But here's what I'm doing for you guys. I got I got two shows on there now. I have uh, Tim Fall Hat. I'm doing a lot of AMAs on there and some more up to date uh, in real time. Tim Fall Hats, so they called Only Conspiracies. I have decided, everybody, to give away zero for free. It is now a free show. Okay? I needed the money. I still need the money. But I feel like zero needs to be out for free. So you can get zero for free. We also have uh, Conspiracy Social Club. We're giving away one free episode. And then we're giving a more spicier one uh, every Thursday or Friday. That's that will be behind a paywall, and that will be the more spicier topics that YouTube. Now, if you want to watch the free ones, just go to YouTube.com. Okay, go to YouTube.com. Nope, open up a new bar. There you go. Open up a new one. YouTube.com. YouTube.com. Put in AKA Deep Waters into the search bar. Okay, 
A-K-A. Well, what was that about? Well, how did you guys end up with a compound name like that? Did you guys disagree about the title originally or something? Uh, deep, well, there it is. Go click was that. that. Your, you no, like no, Deep no, Waters? No, no, no. You like Conspiracy Social Club? That's not it. Go A-K-A Deep Waters. Why don't you just type Conspiracy Social Club? Because we get fucked. Oh, there okay, it is. It, it just right. started. There's only 452 episodes. It's growing. Look, it's even grown in a small amount of time. It's almost doubled. So there you go. You can watch it for free. And then if you love it, you come help us out on Rockfin. Uh, I have a Patreon f- with Johnny and uh, and uh, my good friend Howie Dewey. And for 20 bucks a month, you will get all the stock investment tips you need every day, all the time. Also, for $1,000 a month, Johnny and I will make you, will watch you make love. And then we were giving out scholarships 99% off. You just got to pitch us on why you should get a scholarship as long as you commit to making love. We will talk about that. All right, T-shirts. Got some new T-shirts out there. Go check that out. Uh, yeah, man. Support the show. We need you. T-shirts.com. Just click the banner. Okay. Here we go. Very excited. We're working with some wonderful people. And we're going to have more people on here. i got to get Tim James on here. Buy gold and silver. Buy gold and silver. What? What? I guess you got to get the right browser. i got to talk to him about that. Just click the banner if you're looking to buy silver. I'm pushing silver left and right. You need to push silver. You need to get silver going. Okay? Uh, We also have brown gas. Go check that out. Go check out the brown gas. People are getting it. They love it. Uh, by going on our thing using tin foil hat, three words, you get a discount. And then I'm very excited. I got to get them on the show. The people from our good friends at Haley Ray's Crystals. They got everything. Quartz, crystals. They have the stuff to help you block all your uh, EM, EMF signals so you don't like get shish kebobbed by your internet. All that. You work on that, you use Swarm 15, you get 15% off. Okay. Then you go down, Nuke Social. That will get you on all my Telegram groups, which there's two, only conspiracies, and Join Zero. We get spiritual on that. But if you go to Nuke Social, you'll get that. And finally, all of these wonderful free shows, Tim Fall Hat, Broken Sim, Cash Daddies, Punch Drunk When I Do It, Union of the Unwanted is twice a month. And then Conspiracy Social Club, one free. And then all the free episodes on Zero. Go check it out. Save yourself. That's what these shows are all about. Hey, do you guys have anything to push? Uh, we don't smoke the same. Just did a show with Johnny Mitchell, and he came and talked about being Julian and all the Ch- El Chapo stuff. It was pretty interesting for a white guy to go out there and talk to some sicarios. That's, that's hitman shit. Broken Simulation is back. Uh, we took a little holiday break, and it's on uh, YouTube and uh, audio. Wherever. Everyone loves it, man. It is the sports center for the apocalypse. Thank you guys for tuning in. We love you very much. Hope to see you in Arizona. Hope to see you in Long Beach. And hope to see you in Bakersfield. Ciao. We we go deep, homeboy. open your mind. Drink from the fountain of knowledge. There's lizard people everywhere. That's some interdimensional shit. Wake up, Aaron. This is only the beginning. Dude, you just blew my mind. Tim foil hack, tin foil hack, tin foil hack, tin foil hack.